Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Magic of Life Radio. I am your host, Max Ryan, and I am the creator and founder of the magicoflifecoach.com, which is a website for my coaching and also for, as a resource for some spiritual tools that you might need. So you might want to check that out sometime. I'd really appreciate it. So I hope everyone is doing great today. Today is Monday, October 5th, and it is noon here in New York City. So today we're going to talk about meditation. Now meditation, I wanted to talk about this because very much like my last show talking about the creation process um, and about how I went into a lot of details about how decisions, how we make decisions and how and what we're making decisions about is the precursor to a creating, creating, creation process. I also want to talk about today is how meditation or some form of meditation, which we'll go into later, is really the precursor to a real spiritual life. Um, it's not a requirement but it helps. It really does help in so, so, so many ways. Um, Meditation is a loaded word. A lot of people tend to have, um, sometimes they have a resistance towards meditation for a variety of reasons I've found with, with my clients, with people I know, and even in my own life. Just the term meditation can bring up a lot of our stuff and our stuff around religion, our stuff around spirituality, our stuff around discipline, our stuff around, basically when I say stuff, mostly I would think it's underneath it all is a little bit of a fear, a little bit of a fear of meditation. Now, historically speaking, we might say that meditation, the word meditation, tends to be associated with more Eastern religions and more Eastern philosophy. As time has um, gone on, there is definitely more Western forms of meditation. Western religions, Western spiritualities have definitely taken on forms of meditation in their own right. So there are hundreds of books, teachers, articles, manuals written about meditation and various meditation techniques. Um, And of course, we don't have time to go into all of those. 
we're going to talk a, a few about a few, and I'm going to guide you through one of them in a little bit. But um, I guess the first thing I would think is, why would we meditate? Why would we meditate? What's the purpose of it? And actually, a better question actually would be, what do you want in your life? How do you want your life to be? If you're feeling that your life is full of distraction, full of stuff, (laughs) if you're feeling that your life is somehow not exactly where you want it to be as far as not even the outside stuff. I'm not talking about manifesting stuff outside. That is further down the road. But stuff outside totally affects how you're living your life. So what do you want? Do you want peace? Do you want flow? Do you want fun? Do you want to be more present in the experience of right now? Those are some of the things that are the byproduct of meditation, the byproduct of going inside. I talk about going inside all the time because it's all of everything that I do. All the stuff that I teach, that I try to live, is about meditation. And I'll tell you a story, just a personal story to um, get us going here. When I was very young, I had quite a bit of problems with ulcers. And I'm talking young, like I was probably about eight or nine. And I had ulcers at that age. So um, coming from California and growing up in the 70s, um, my doctor did not want to put me on any medication. He thought I was too young for medication. He, he wanted me to sort of change my diet a little bit. But he wanted me to start meditating. And I had had the calling of spirit before that, that I knew that there was something more. I was connected with spirit from a very early age, but I wasn't actively doing anything about it, of course. Well, I, we got a book, and I um, went to a teacher, and I learned to meditate. And that started me off on a real spiritual practice. And... <clears throat> Let me tell you, no more, no more ulcers, no more stomach problems like I had had before. And now, years and years and years later, I still do not have those kinds of problems. Um, so I just tell you that because for me, meditation was the entry point into finding a form, a practice to do to connect me back with myself and actually connect me with my true source, my real source, not what my ego said was my source. Because meditation basically is trying to get us to go beyond our thoughts. I'm going to tell you something here that some people have a hard time getting, especially if you haven't meditated. Um, But you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts do help to create in your life. There is a room. There is room for your thoughts in your life. Excuse me. There is how your thoughts are used are more important. 
and how you see your thoughts. But right now, many of us, including me, most of the time, a lot of times, I don't have control of my thoughts. I don't really know. My thoughts are thinking me a lot of the time. So what meditation is trying to do is get us beyond this ego set of our thoughts. We have so many thoughts. I don't. I didn't write it down, but I do know that there we have hundreds of thousands of thoughts a day in a second. So what meditation does is it tries to get us to just slow the thought process down. It gets us to just let the thoughts go. And I'll tell you, it's almost beyond words that I can describe to you what meditation does. But I will attempt. I will attempt. So there is an alternative to your ego. Your ego that's having all these thoughts going on. In the, in the Eastern traditions, they call it monkey mind. Your monkey mind is running the show. So in order to get some of those things I'm talking about, be more present, present, live in the now, have a flow in your life, feel peaceful, no matter what is happening, you feel connected. You feel connected. It won't, you, the winds can throw you anyways, situations can throw you either way, but if you have a meditative practice, you feel grounded. You feel connected. You feel when I, what I term the magic of life, that, un, that almost undefinable feeling that everything is okay somehow. So, um, if you, this alternative way of living is pretty much always, if you have discipline in doing meditation, then that alternative way of living your life as you go through your life and your days, you don't feel swayed. You don't feel pushed by one situation and pulled by another situation. You feel like, oh, it's a situation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in it. I'm going to do. I'm going to live in it. But it's not me. It's not me. And you can make real, spirited decisions about those situations from that place instead of your ego telling you, you should do this. You really should do this. No, don't do that. Go over here. Don't talk to that person. You come from a place of peace. Okay? So, I can't stress to you enough the importance of taking the time daily. If you're just starting meditation, you you might want to do it five days a week to start off with. And I'm a big proponent that... You, can, you don't even have to do a long practice at the beginning. You can do five to ten minutes, five days a week, just to start off with. I'll guarantee you, if you do it five, five days a week, you will start to want to do it a little bit, little bit more. Now, I want to also tell you that basically the other way of understanding meditation is that once you start to let go of the thoughts, it's really about listening. It's the art of listening. So think about it as listening instead of meditation. It helps people a lot because meditation, like I said, has all of those connotations. So what I want you to just think, especially if you're just starting off, just think you're going to listen to yourself. And you have to listen 
see the thoughts, to see those things that are coming in. You have to listen. So, um, and you get to know yourself, and you get to know yourself in a way that you never have before. You start to have objectivity in your life, okay? So, you get, you get much more clear with your life. Live, you start to live in the moment just by listening, 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 okay? So, five days a week for five to ten minutes a day consistently. And consistency is a key. Um, I really believe that the consistency is a key. Um, and the best place to do meditation, once you, once you get into a practice, you will find there's a place in your house that you like to meditate. There's a time that you like to meditate. You will start to go towards those times and those places. But right now, just make it consistent and do it at least five days a week. And I'd love to hear what you guys have to say after that. Um, once you start doing it for, you know, two weeks at a time. Um, two weeks. Even just starting for two weeks, I'd love to hear. So with that, I don't want to... Oh, I wanted to tell you something. Um, I heard something um, once that said um, that as a guru, a guru, a very, very famous guru, that his only answer to all his disciples, every time they would come up with a question, he would say, meditate. What do I do about my love life? Meditate. What do I do about this? Meditate. What do I do about that? Meditate. What do you do about this? Meditate. And he said that because that is the state that he is trying to help you to be at so that no matter what comes, like I said before, the winds of change come and push you. If you're meditating, they don't push you so hard. They don't feel like they're going to push you in a, a direction that you can't get out of. You feel peaceful, calm. So, like the guru says, the answer to every question is meditate, okay? So today I want to go over just a few. There are many forms of meditation, many, many, many forms of meditation, but um, we're just going to go over a few today. Um, so I want you, as you think about these things, I want you to just really be kind to yourself. Don't worry about getting a result right now. All you're doing at the beginning of any of these three meditations is just observing. You're just listening. No results. Be very kind to yourself. Think of all these things as going on a vacation from the craziness of your mind, of how your mind is ruling your life. It's a little vacation, a little five-minute vacation. So when you come back into your life, you're clearer. So who doesn't want a vacation? We all have a vacation. So I suggest the best thing, ways to do these kinds of meditations is sitting up. Um, because sometimes when people lay down, you tend to fall asleep. So, okay. So first, the first one is very simple, very simple. It's just a breathing, 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 breathing meditation. You would sit down, and it's very simple. And you don't have to be confused, okay? So all you would do is breathe. You sit down. And you close your eyes and you breathe. And since your focus is to try to be one-pointed, 
all I want you to do if you do this kind of meditation is to feel the air coming into your nose and going out. Don't even try to breathe. Just breathe. The beginning it might be hard because you're going to want to try to breathe. So, once you get in a state when you're breathing pretty normally and naturally, just feel the air go through your nostrils and go out again and go in again and out and in. And as you do that, it gives you something to come back to. Because invariably, your mind is going to start to think about cat food. <laughs> Blue. Got to pick the kids up. Got to get that resume out. Oh, I didn't do the wash. Those thoughts will come. And as they come, just let them go and come back to feeling the air going into your nostrils and out of your nostrils. And then another thought will come up. Probably a lot more thoughts will come up. And come back to the breath. Come back to the nose. Come back to feeling that oxygen going in and going out. And going in and going out. And as you do that, let the thoughts go. It might be very hard at the beginning because you will find you probably you might be sitting there for 20 seconds before all these thoughts start to come. And like I said, be very kind to yourself. And just let them go. Let them go. And it's okay. And do that for five minutes. Some people have a better time. It's easier for them when they do this by focusing on one thing with their eyes open. So you can use a candle. Candle is good. So you can just focus on a candle and feel your breath and focus on the candle. Focus on the candle. Focus on your breath and the candle. That's it. That's all. Okay? So that's one way, the breathing technique. And you can use a, and you can use a candle if you want to. Okay? Now, um, the next one that I want to go over is traditionally called a mantra. A uh, mantra in, um, on the, in Eastern philosophy is something that is um, usually a mantra is a word that is the name of God or some kind of repeated word over and over and over that you say. The most famous mantra that all of us know is Om, Om, Om. The point being that you're saying something over and over and you come back to it. Just like the breath, you come back. Now I'll tell you this. I use a mantra in my meditation a lot. The mantra that I use is let go, let go, let go, let go, let go. 
I find it helps me because it is a very, it's very simple. It goes right to the point of the meditation. The point of the meditation is to let go of my monkey mind, to let go of those thoughts. So if I'm saying let go internally or externally in my mind over and over and over, then when a thought comes, I automatically let it go. So it serves two purposes. So when a thought comes, you let it go. Let go. Cat food, let go. Pick up the kids, let go. It's a sunny day, let go. My feet hurt, let go. So just come back to let go, let go, let go, let go. Okay? Now, so the second, that's the second one. It's a mantra. So you... um. The last one that we're going to go over is more, and I, there are many more. There are many more. There are mindful meditations where you walk through your day and try to be as much in the moment as possible. If you're washing the dishes, really wash the dishes. Be in that place. If you're having a walk, walk step by step. Be in that moment because it's all about coming back, coming back to you, coming back to experiencing the now, okay? Now, the last exercise, the last um, meditation we're going to go over is a visualization. Visualization technique you can do, you can do it on your own. You can, um, you can do, have someone do it for you. You can follow one. I actually have a few that I am going to be putting up on my website that, um, that are specifically visualizations or meditations having to do with um, angelic energies, but you can do them anywhere, okay? So I'm going to share this, um, and it just helped, to, it's, it's, it's really a vacation, okay? So we're just going to do a short one right now, okay? All right, so if you can allow yourself to just sit where you are, feel very comfortable, and take a few deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Just allow your eyes to close. Good. Let go of the day. Let go of what you did this morning. Let go of what you're going to do later. And I just want you to breathe. Just breathe. <sighs> That's it. And as you breathe, I want you to relax your body. Just relax your whole body. <sighs> as you relax your body, I want you to turn your attention inside. Just turn it inside instead of outside the room you're sitting in. Inside. And focus on your heart. Feel your heart. Breathe into your heart. And as you breathe into your heart, I want you to visualize yourself somewhere very beautiful. The first thing that came to mind is the place. So wherever that is, 
Just see yourself there. And breathe the air wherever you are in that place, that beautiful place that's so perfect. Whatever it is, whatever that place is, that beautiful, perfect place that you like. Now breathe the air and I want you to walk around that place. And as you walk around that place, you realize that you feel really good. That you you haven't felt like this in a while. You feel free. You feel flowing. You feel peaceful. And you also feel really powerful. This place that you're in or where you are is a reminder of coming back to the center of you. Beyond your head, beyond all those things you have to do, what you should do. It's just you and you. And you just love this place. Visualize it. Feel it. See the colors. Smell the smells. And feel what it feels like with your heart. And that's a place you can come to anytime, anywhere. And just take in all of the senses of that place. And breathe it in. Breathe it into your heart. I want you to think about your heart. Put your attention in your heart. Now that it's in your heart, start to feel your body again. Your toes and your arms, your neck. Take another deep breath. And and slowly come back to the room you're in. Very good. Take another deep breath. Good job. That was a little vacation for you. You can do that anytime that you want to. Um, So that's a visualization. And that really, really brings you back, brings you to who you are, not what your head's telling you to do. Before we wrap up today, um, one of my favorite... um, pieces, um, sections from A Course in Miracles. If you don't know A Course in Miracles, I will be talking about that soon. But basically, A Course in Miracles is um, a spiritual mind study program. It is the path that really, um, that I come back to most often. It, it really helped to change my life. And I want to read this to you. And it's all about listening. Okay? So here it goes. It's from Chapter 21 of A Course in Miracles. Listen, perhaps you catch a hint of an ancient state, not quite forgotten, dim perhaps, and yet not altogether unfamiliar, like a song whose name is long forgotten, and the circumstances in which you heard completely unremembered. Not the whole song has stayed with you, but just a little wisp of the melody, 
attached not to a person or a place or anything particular, but you remember from this little part how lovely was the song, how wonderful the setting where you heard it, and how you loved those who were there when you listened to it. The notes are nothing, yet you have kept them with you, not for themselves, but as a soft reminder of what you would make what would make you weep if you remembered how dear it was to you. You could remember, yet you're afraid, believing you would lose the world that you have learned since then. Yet, yet you, ne- you know that nothing in the world you learned is half so dear as this. Just listen and see if you remember this ancient song you knew so long ago and held more dear than any melody you taught yourself to cherish ever since. That song, that ancient melody is you. And I'd like you to try to remember that again because it's a beautiful place to be and it's a great, very, very strong, powerful place to come from in your life. That's why meditation is so important. So I want to thank you all for coming again today and and listening to the show. I really had a great time taking you through this and having you allow me to take you through this. So have a great day. I pray that love will guide you until we talk, and I'll have another show on Thursday. Okay, remember, unthinkably good things can happen. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.